into skiing or if you're into car racing. But both a champion skier and a champion car racer will always use the full track. You will not win a car race if you stay on the left side of the road the whole way around the track. And you will not win a car race if you stay on the right-hand side of the road. A company that tracks down the left-hand side of the paradox will not win the race. A company that tracks down the right-hand side of the paradox will not win the race because the fast company, the one that will win it, will be the company that uses the entire road. But the really good drivers, how close do they go to the edge? They go like, have you seen the wheels on the cars, the F1s? They actually go this close. And there is a danger that you could go off. And then that's called crashing. So let me see if we can take you and talk about creative agenic cultures. Around 60 years ago, researchers looked at what identified a creative agenic culture. Now what that is, is where were there creative people in cultures around the world and in companies and in countries, where were creative people attracted to? Because you can't have creative cultures if you don't have creative people. And they came up with these pockets all around the world of creative-ogenic cultures. Cultures of creative countries, cultures of creative people, and Kawat was very creative in its time. Egypt was creative in its time. And what they came up with is that these locations popped up in different places around the world. And they came up with four factors that created a creative-ogenic culture. Let me take you through these four factors and map them on our exploration preservation paradox. Number one was you need to have a culture of freedom. You must have free ideas of people being able to share. So a country, company or culture that is strong and controlling doesn't work. Number two, they needed a culture of openness where people could share ideas free and open. Number three, group engagement. Very, very important that these open people would collaborate. And number four, flexibility. Now, you've probably seen that before, because if you've done anything over the last two days, I bet those four words have come up. Anything you read about creativity, somewhere along the lines, it will say, if you don't have these four things, you can't be creative. But that's yesterday's news. What the paradox theory says is the problem is if you have too much freedom, if you just push freedom all the time, it will lead to what I call a danger zone, outside the road, skidding off the track. You can't just say, let's have freedom, because if you have too much freedom, you'll end up like Uber's culture, Uber's toxic culture, where the CEO just resigned, 13 executives just resigned, have a 12-page report saying that it's one of the most toxic cultures around. Too much freedom, they could do what they like. It ends in chaos. Too much openness, ends in lack of direction. Everyone's just coming up with lots of ideas, lots of ideation, lack of direction. Too much group engagement ends in blind conformity. No one's prepared to share ideas. Too much flexibility ends in lack of reality. Hey, let's ideate and ideate and come up with lots of ideas. So to balance these out, we actually need control, focus, individualism, and stability. But there's a problem because too much control leads to oppression. 
Too much focus leads to isolation. Too much individualism leads to apathy. And too much stability leads to a rigidity or a fatalism or a pessimism. So what you need to understand is that when you are driving an innovative culture, you need to be able to track and use both sides of the road at the right time for your company. But here's the problem. Typically, organisations will choose to focus on one or the other. This is the mistake that we've seen in the research. They tend to focus on one or the other based on their personality, or based on their legacy, or based on their heritage. It's not a conscious decision. We've always been like this. We had a powerful leader. And so what we need is that leaders will need to understand that they need a leader, startup part of their vision, of their company, and they also need to establish divisions with bureaucracy, because no company can grow beyond 150 people without bureaucracy. So you don't just chuck the bureaucracy out. This is why the startup Silicon Valley companies are always called creative. But they get to a certain stage where their creativity falls off because they're tracking so far down the exploration side of the road that they topple over themselves because they weren't able to come back over this side of the road. So we will take people on a race around the world looking at companies, looking at cultures, looking at organisations. In our game, we start in Australia. And we want to establish in Australia what the preservation exploration means between the Aboriginal people and, and the SAS. Then we move across in our game to Egypt. <clears throat> we have a really good look at what the pharaohs did wrong. They were super creative for a while, but why did, the, why did Egyptian society die? Then we head across to Europe. And Europe is the best place to understand about openness of all the cultures colliding together. Then we come down to Asia. Have we got anything to learn in Asia about culture? Yes, the rest of the world, Asia is brilliant at collaboration. The concept of Gotong Royale in Malaysia and Indonesia, the smooth interpersonal relationships of Thailand and the Philippines, the collaboration of people wanting to work together. And then America, well, it's famous for its ideation. Lots and lots of ideas. And finally, we finish in Antarctica to look at sustainable innovation. So let's have a look at our own personal graph, the one that you did online, the, the validated assessment, by trying to understand where am I? Because if you don't know where you are, how can you possibly go back and help your company be innovative? If you don't know where your company is on that, on that paradox, how can you possibly introduce new ideas if you don't know if people are ready for it? So survival depends for your companies as leaders on making sure that you follow both paths and you don't skid off the side. Because if you go too free, you end up in chaos. If you're too controlling, you end up with oppression. So if you have a look at your leadership style, you might ask, where am I as a leader? Well, here's what's important. Don't sit on the road because it's just your personality. There is a time where maybe in the past you were a free leader. And then you realize, well, I have to be a controlling leader now because I've got to tighten things up. And then maybe later on you might move across. So let's have a look at our graphs. Could you, could you pull your graphs out for me, please? Let's have a look at where we are. This is the ICLI that you can look at. You, you'll get a report given to you. Have a look. You probably need the more explorers on this side and the more preservers on this side to get the process working properly. 
Now, I'm not asking you to be one of these companies. This is the mistake we make. We look at a case study and I say, I want to be like that. You choose where you need to be on the road and then you choose where you need to be for the next 10 years and you make a conscious decision, not your personality, not your culture, not your legacy. What does it mean? And so maybe the same thing will happen. You'll say as a company, we might need to start off being freedom and then move across to be more controlling and then maybe move back a bit. As a matter of fact, if you look at any country or company, they, it's, it's a spring that pulls them forward. Now, I'm not going to go into this detail, but it's in the map and in the book, but maybe you've seen this before. Company starts with freedom. Great idea. Then they move to control. Then they, then they expand and get open. Then they become systemized. Then they move to breakthrough ideas. That pulls them back down to alignment. That leads to adaptive development and establishment. Companies, the good companies, are constantly moving backwards and forwards on that road. And so just to track down one side of the road is very, very dangerous. You might skid off to the end. So my question to you is, are you an explorer? Are you a traveler? Or are you both?